Welcome to the Surge Voices podcast, where we talk about how UNDP supports countries in crisis. My name is Jan Thomas Himstra, and I lead the country support management team in UNDP's Crisis Bureau. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Surge Voices. Today's topic will be innovation and crisis response. My name is Anila Chehaya, and I'm an information management officer in UNDP's Crisis Bureau. I have Fabian Lashi, project manager of Search Data Hub at UNDP with me, and our discussion today will be about Crisis Bureau's digital initiative, the Search Data Hub. So Fabian, what is the idea? What's the premise behind the Search Data Hub? Hello, Anila, and hello, everyone. Yes, in the aftermath of crisis, decision makers struggle with not having real-time data that can inform policies for crisis response and recovery. Against this backdrop, Crisis Bureau is harnessing existing technology for primary data collection immediately after emergencies. We have developed end-to-end digital assessment toolkit to analyze the impact of crisis on people and infrastructure. In a nutshell, Search Data Hub is a small team, data experts and economists that support UNDP country offices in collecting and analyzing primary data for crisis response and recovery. Perhaps, Anila, you can expand a bit more on our office. That's my favorite part. We support country offices to capture valuable information about both physical damage to buildings and socioeconomic impact on the ground no matter the type of crisis. And this includes conflict, natural hazards like hurricanes and earthquakes, and other events that lead to social and economic shocks, such as the current pandemic. So how do we actually do this? We do this work primarily through two main types of assessments. The first type are socioeconomic impact assessments, which most are probably familiar with, deployed in events that lead to social and economic shocks like COVID-19. They can be targeted at either households or micro, small, and medium enterprises. The second type are household and building damage assessments deployed when crises affect buildings and housing, as well as people. We mentioned the keyword digital a lot, Fabian, and I think it's worthwhile highlighting that Search Data Hub tends to really go beyond providing a service and towards contributing to a digital shift that we're currently seeing within the organization. I know there are probably many examples, but Fabian, you must have a couple in mind about how Search Data Hub goes about doing this. Yes, Anila, definitely. Through these digital assessments, we help support digital transformation of UNDP crisis response, especially by training UNDP staff and partners in digital data collection, analysis, and digital assessment integration. Now, the important aspect is that we have a virtual community of around 1,000 data and crisis response experts that discuss, learn, and collaborate using Microsoft Teams. Having a vivid community deployment ready, as mentioned, we extend our support to country offices not only remotely. We can deploy digital assessment and data experts trained to country offices where there is a need. And there's been quite a lot of need and response and action, especially this last year. Thinking back on 2021, we had some great achievements. And overall, I will only mention a few numbers and highlights on what Fabian just mentioned. 
we conducted assessments in 25 countries. That means we supported 25 country offices when they needed support. We build capacities at the country office level by training 450 UNDP staff and partners on digital data collection, data analysis, and data visualization. We wrote about seven reports in collaboration with country offices on their respective response to emergencies, crises, and hazards. A personal highlight for me was the fact that we were on the ground in Equatorial Guinea soon after the explosions in the city of Bata and got to work immediately in supporting the country office, set up the assessment and deliver results and findings to the donors as well as the local government in less than three months. So this constant action and the fulfilling work that we do is what makes it really exciting to be part of this team. We are also constantly piloting new ways of conducting assessments and we can't delve into too much detail right now, but perhaps Fabian can discuss a couple of main areas of work that we were involved in last year. Yes, one of uh, these is uh, the remote sensing and uh, satellite-derived damage analysis, which we have been doing in collaboration with uh, UNISAT. In crisis response, we do not have any time to lose. Satellite imagery helps define the sample methodology and logistics of the assessment immediately. We give back the ground truth data that we collect to the satellite imagery first analysis. By doing so, we are improving and contributing to improve the algorithms and ensure higher accuracy and better automated damage detections. This means increasing the efficiency for collecting data. That's exactly what we did in Equatorial Guinea. So we use satellite imagery to identify damaged and destroyed buildings. And we surveyed 1,900 structures that were identified in the city of Bata to assess the damage within the three kilometer radius from the site of the explosions. A similar case, also in Timor-Leste, we were able to identify 5,000 structures uh, enable to launch and kickstart the assessment in the aftermath of Cyclone Seroja in 2021. Um, the second element when it comes to innovation that we were really excited about is the Multidimensional Vulnerability Index, or MVI. Fabian, tell us a little bit more about it. Yes, we adopted uh, the MVI methodology to crisis in the aftermath of COVID-19 to be able to understand how the pandemic has impacted the most vulnerable groups across different challenges. Most of the studies present a picture of a single dimension, household level or gender level. The MVI helps us to get a complete and detailed picture and identify those that are most in need, help us tailor our initiatives for specific groups on a granular level. And a really good example of this is the one from Afghanistan, where the MVI for 2020 and 2021 really helped us uncover some of the impact uh, on households and businesses of uh, COVID-19. So more than half of the households experienced vulnerability as a result of the pandemic. And the interesting thing was that in the first wave of the data collection process in 2020, the top three deprivations experienced by a larger percentage of uh, vulnerable households were access to health services, lack of assistance, and access to drinking water after COVID-19. The vulnerability and deprivations really worsened based on the second wave results that came in in 2021. 
So the MVI not only provided a snapshot of the situation in a particular year, but also allowed us to monitor the situation as it develops and informed country office programming on the ground. Yes, indeed. Uh, we are also doing other stuff like social media analysis, sentiment analysis, remote sensing in the related technologies. As we believe that innovation and technology is the core of our work. We need to bring more stuff uh, for the next year and continue to work on adding more efficiency to UNDP crisis response through technology. I am really excited to see what comes next. We have big plans for 2022. This marks the end of the fourth episode of Search Voices. If you're listening from a UNDP country office, you now know you can reach out to us in the event of a crisis. We are always, always eager to support generating data and insights during crisis response for evidence-based decision-making. That's it for Surge Voices today. To find out more about UNDP's signature solutions for crisis response, check us out on Twitter at Surge underscore UNDP.